Hello and welcome to Bravo, Bravo, Effing Bravo. Hi, Mariana. Hey, baby gorgeous. Hi, baby gorgeous. Oh, God, I miss Lisa Barlow. I can't believe we said that, but it's true. I can't believe it. We're going to miss Jersey. I know you haven't enjoyed it. You haven't enjoyed this season, admit it. I haven't, but I loved this reunion. Oh, my freaking God. This reunion popped off from 10 seconds in. It was everything. It, it's what we've always wanted. We've wanted Melissa and Teresa to just say, fuck it, we hate each other oh, and let loose. Jennifer was coming in hot. Oh, I yeah. wondered if she was solidifying her next season, but I think it's going to backfire on her because you cannot be on a Housewives show with one friend. You just can't. Yeah. Well, Jennifer, I think always in a reunion pops off much harder than she does on the season. It's true. And she ba- she she comes back from it, though. I don't know how she's going to go next season, but this is a three-part reunion. How are the other two episodes going to top this? How, I ask you. Do we need to talk yeah, about anything else? there wasn't much drama in the season. We don't need to talk about anything else. We're done. Well, I mean, we can go into Margaret more. Really? Are we going to rehash what... Margaret was trying to say to Teresa for a whole episode. <sighs> Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. But, well, did you see um, before we get into it that Jackie's been demoted? No. What? Yeah. So I've heard through, well, I don't know where, but I heard <laughs> that Jackie was demoted. To a friend of. Friend of. And I think, you know what, she might actually thrive as a friend of. Mm, I get it. Yeah. that indicates to me that they're mixing up the cast. So when you said Jennifer just then, I was like, well, maybe, who knows? Jennifer can't be a friend of. She gives us too much. Yeah, So, the, but I think they'll bring someone else on. I think they will. They have, have to. to. They're going to have to. They're definitely wow. going to. Well, not freaking uh, Tiki's wife, Tracy. Tracy. Oh, my God, I forgot about her. See, we can't be bringing her on as a full housewife. Not going to happen. Do you reckon she's even invited to the reunion? What for? What do we need to I talk to her? I forgot that she existed. What do we need to talk to her about? Apart from her husband, nothing. Apart from her hot husband, what we don't have wow. to talk about her. Wow. Well, do you want to just get into the reunion and then we can talk about other shit later? <gasps> okay. Okay. Fine. <laughs> so did you did you did you enjoy the reunion? Do you think? <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, yes, I, think I, I fucking loved it. Loved I loved all it. the split screen work. Oh. Who doesn't love a split screen? Love and a we split got like screen. 10. We did. We got a lot. What did you think of the Nashville set? Well, that I didn't love. What did you think like, of the flashy of Jackie almost breaking her neck on that mechanical bull? That I found hilarious. Did we get that in the season? Because that was it. I don't think we did. Or oh, we were typing notes during it because I didn't see it. Because that, that was hilarious. That was fucking full on, mate. Full on. And that looked painful. That's got to come with a trigger warning. Shit. Oh, yeah. If she uh, if she had a hymen, it would have been gone. Yeah, for shiz. And I don't it- know how hymens work. Okay, fine. <laughs> Do you think um, Andy was also in fine form for once? Yes. He was activated. He was up for it. He was clapping back. He was giving them shit when he didn't agree with them. I was into Andy this episode. But how could you not be engaged? Things were happening on the fucking couch. You're definitely awake for that. When people are popping off to their couch neighbours, you're activated. 
And when they're like mad at the person next to them on the couch, yeah, that's, and not just across from the couch, that's, that's what when I'm you know saying. Who would have thought yeah. that Jennifer and Dolores were going to go at it and they're sitting right next to each other? That's the part that killed me that I was like, when was the last time we saw people on the couch next to each other popping off and telling each other to shut the fuck up? Dolores had to do that half turn. Oh, it was so good. Speaking of Dolores. She, I believe, might be the only one who looked good in a gold glitter dress. What do you think oh, of the okay. outfit? Yeah. So she did look nice, yes. Yes. So do you have notes on what, who was wearing what and whether you liked the it? The only one I really took umbrage with was Teresa's mirror Ugh. monstrosity. It was I do awful. think she might be one of the worst dressed housewives. I think you've said that before. Oh, and absolutely. Co-signing. Yeah, no, she look, I hated her. She looked like she was wearing a $20 rag. It was disgusting. <laughs> um, look, Dolores looked great. And the bottom half of her dress was beautiful, but I didn't like, like the top looked great from like the close up shot that the camera would get, but I didn't like the knot and the cutout part. I thought that looked a bit cheapo. I did love Jackie. Mm-hmm. I thought Marge looked beautiful. Jennifer's was great from the waist up. And I did notice that she was wearing Chanel earrings. We all know that um, a lot of the housewives say that she wears the cheapest clothes and is always decked out in Chanel accessories, which are not cheap. But, yeah, I didn't like the feather sleeves. Like, can we just retire the feathers? Can we do that? Feathers are done. Mate, move move on from done. the feathers. Yeah, was there anyone else I forgot with the outfits? I think that was it. That's all of them, right? Oh, that was, did you mention Melissa? Don't even remember what Melissa wore. Oh, yes, I do. She had a one-shoulder-sleeved – oh, it was fine, but I just – I don't think it was beautiful at all. I tell you what, with this Melissa, mm. I'm glad she popped off, you know, yes. throughout the second half of the episode. But that first half of the episode, I was thinking, girl, you do not have a storyline. No, well, I, like, I mean, as long as she we, wasn't fielding any questions, as long as we don't have to talk about her daughter and the torn ACL, then I'm fine. Then she can just, she could fucking be a friend of. If it wasn't for Joe, I don't think she'd be on this show anymore. I think they I would have fired her years ago if it wasn't for Joe. He really is the housewife. Oh, yeah. He's the bitch girl for sure. <laughs> Speaking of Melissa, when you know how Andy says hi and then asks them like a dumb question oh, and yes. he asks her how her house renos are going? Did you see Teresa rolling her eyes at Melissa? So Andy asks her uh, if Melissa and Joe were butting heads on the house reno and Teresa rolled her eyes so fucking hard. It's like Mm -hmm. you think Melissa treats your brother like shit and yet you hate him too. Like which is it? It's just it's confusing Uh, at this point. She's got a different set of standards for herself and oh. from everyone else. But with that um, with that question, I noticed that Melissa's answer was a bit like spring, summer, September. Like, when's, yeah. when's the house going to be done, Melissa? I know. Ask, ask she by Sheree. <laughs> spring, I mean, summer. <laughs> does it really matter? They're renoing a house. Who cares when it's ready? I don't care. I don't – I'm not anticipating, you know, gorgeous home decor from Melissa. So I oh, really, God, no. I really don't care when it's ready. Do you yeah. care when so the like house is Andy ready? So, Andy does those little check-ins, like you said. Yeah. I mean, not a lot of great nuggets of information came out of that, except that Dolores has a new man. They're using the L word. We already um, knew that, but to, we, we saw we him a year Teresa, ago on the socials. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. None of it was new to us. No. I just thought it was interesting how Teresa says that, you know, 
she's got the ring from Louis and she's like, yeah, he picked it out. And I'm like, yeah, I that's usually what that happens. I noticed that too. It's like the fact that you have to sell him so hard, how is that not another red flag? Exactly. Ugh. But let's, let's, oh, and Jen's going to leave her face alone. She got the chin taken out. I'm glad she you got the- You know what? Jen's face settled for me. I think that nose still looks like you could pull it off. You know what I mean? Like I still, it, it doesn't go with her face. And it's like a couch cover you can never replace. You're stuck with it. I don't I don't see what everyone's saying about how it's settled. I think you just got used to it. And from certain angles it. it looks fine. Like obviously they, they put a little, whatever you call it, like a little dip in it. They got rid of the, the straightness of the bridge of her nose. And it's an awkwardly sharp angle. It's not a good job. There's no, it's settled. If it's good, it's good. If it's not, you say, you're trying to be kind saying it's settled. It's a bad fucking nose job. I the s- end. <laughs> the end. Um, I saw a funny meme where it was saying like how Melissa in that moment, she must have made a made a stink face about <laughs> Jen's nose. Yeah. And someone put up her original face and it's like, girl, Ooh. like you can't be making that face when this was what your face used to look like. Her nose looks so much better than it used to. Do I think it's done? No, I think she could go in for another one, but she's not tempting <laughs> fate. She's leaving it alone. Oh, come on. If someone goes and pays 10 grand and heals for two months for a nose job, don't they want it to look a certain way? Yes, they do. We've all thought about getting nose jobs. Who hasn't thought about getting a nose job? I could take a little bit off of this. You've got a great nose. Well, let's, let's get into it. So the, the first sort of big fight, like I zoned out a little bit at the, at the start of it. I will be honest. How did you zone out? I'm not impressed with you zoning no. out. It was amazing from from beginning to end. Go to woe. Well, so, you, so hard the first to one's please. Dolores Fuck. and Jen. Yes, I was shocked by this. Shooketh, shooketh. That they were at that level where they were already like, "I'm not your friend. I'm not going to be your friend. You're a fucking liar." Well, see, I don't and follow I... them on the Twitter. Well, I do follow them on the Twitter. I just never open up the Twitter, so I didn't notice that Jennifer and Jackie are back to hating each other. So when Andy, at the first thing he says is to Jackie, like, "It was really nice to see how you stood up for Jennifer," and she was like, "Well, yeah, because I know what it feels like." And Jennifer's all like, uh, don't you mean because something similar happened to her? I'm like, she's still trying to make Tannafly happen? What? Oh, I know. I was confused. I appreciated that Andy said, like, did something happen off camera? Yes. Like, fill, fill us bitches in. Yes. And obviously they showed us a couple of grabs of, like, their social posts and they weren't polite. But it was almost like... Jennifer watched the show and then she decided she hated everyone and just started popping off on social without having a discussion with them about it. I can see that happening, yeah. Yeah, but then, yeah, the Dolores is not my friend. Wow. I know. I was like, can everyone just step off Dolores's neck? Like, Agreed. especially with the later revelation around the engagement party. I was oh. like, why are we all turning on Dolores? Team? Oh, my God. What is Teresa doing not inviting Dolores to her engagement party? That was the most shocking thing. And Dolores pretending outraged. she's okay with it. She's not okay with it. She's she just, looked hurt. She's giving Teresa some room because she's planning a wedding and she doesn't want to rain on her parade and make it about her. 
But the logic behind it being like, oh, we were inviting couples. Oh, Invite my God. Invite Frank. He comes to everything else. We were only inviting couples. You mean that's that. the excuse your fucked up fiancé came up with to not have anyone from the show that wasn't kissing his ass. I think Louis is wary mm. of Dolores because he knows Dolores – sees bullshit coming a mile away and he doesn't want her to get too close to reveal his crap to Teresa. He doesn't want her in his – he doesn't want Dolores in Teresa's ear at all, so he's keeping her at arm's length. Is that not a sign of abuse? You just blew my mind. I I completely agree. Yeah. I blew your mind. You didn't think of that, that he – that it was all Louis. It's all fucking Louis. Of course Teresa would have Dolores there. Of course she would. Oh, that scumbag. That's her ride or die because Dolores always has Teresa's back. So, Teresa, we know this, only wants people around who aren't going to give her the truth. And Dolores is like, there is no point telling Teresa something she doesn't want to hear. It's a waste of breath. So, that's what she Mm. does. But at the end of the day, if he says anything that Teresa might question, Dolores will come in with the right answer. And Louis doesn't want that. He's separating. Doris doesn't know how to call shit out. He is separating Teresa from those who will potentially speak against him. Sign of abuse, that people. Is abuser one hundred and one. You're yep, right. That's what it is. Fuck. This guy. We need to write a letter. Let's write Teresa a letter, like J Wow and Snooky wrote uh, <laughs> Sammy a letter in Jersey Shore season whatever. Oh my god, Let's you're hilarious. Hilarious. I think she needs to know. Let's DM her. I'm going to DM her. I mean, this isn't going to go well next season with fucking Dolores telling Jennifer that she's a fucking liar. How is Teresa Mm -hmm. going to – how is she going to manage this? She's not good at managing anything. The Dolores line that I stuck out to me the most was Mm. when she said to Jen – was your marriage good or not? Then fucking act like it. Oh, like- <laughs> loved that. Tens across the board for that one. Tens across. And so good with the tough love. How does Jennifer turn around and kind of, I don't know how to put it, but when they were explaining the, the don't cry comment from Dolores, we heard this yes. throughout the season. We heard it on all the Watch What Happens Live it, that Jennifer had said to Dolores, don't let me cry. And that's why Dolores said it. And then all of a sudden now, Jennifer's like, no, I do feel some kind of way about it. It's like, what is wrong with you? How do you and, do that? And this that? is what I think will be in the next two parts. There'll be more about the Jackie being mad at Margaret right. side. Yeah. Because we haven't touched on that yet. Yeah, right. So it's that's all about much. the fact that Jennifer watched the show and saw Dolores agreeing with Margaret. But Dolores said, I can see both sides. And also Dolores said, I didn't know the things that you had said, which made me change my mind. It's like, ugh. I just think uh, with this season in particular, a lot of the fights are sort of smushed all into one. Because, I mean, there was 13 episodes. We didn't have, like, this phase of fighting, then this phase of fighting. Like, even with Dolores and Jen fighting on the couch, we then bring in the Jackie and the Teresa, and then, like, Marge is shouting out stuff. Melissa's quiet as a church mouse because she's got nothing fucking to say. Yeah. She's boring as all Unless it comes to Teresa and Joe, but yeah. Yeah. So we then go into sort of, like, the Jackie and Teresa part, Uh and that's when... I loved when Jackie called out Teresa for clutching her pearls when someone says dick, but then she's always talking about pineapple. I love that. I even wrote it down. She says, I get that 
it, this is about the Dolores and Jackie bit. And she's like, I get it was a sting and leverage to get back at me. And I appreciate the fact that Dolores just sat there and took it. She didn't lie and say it wasn't leverage. She knew it was. See, I love that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, but I don't get how people who use the word cunt and talk about their crutch tasting like pineapple clutch their pearls over the word dick. I was like, yes. She's a wordsmith, our it's Jackie. so true, though. She's it's demoted, so but true. keep her around for those bloody good one-liners. Teresa is going to be constantly going at her for not being a real full-on cast member next season. Yeah, that's going to be annoying. But here is Teresa mm. bringing up last season again. Yeah, I know. She brings up the analogy, and I loved how Andy said we're not got. doing that again. It's all she's got. Oh, no, got. Jackie brought it up, maybe. It's all she's fucking got. Anytime, because Jackie was saying the reason why I got shitty with you again is I found out that you were the instigator of fishing for rumours and getting Jennifer to call friends in Tenafly and and take all the rap for it and not say it was me, as in it was Teresa. And then Jennifer says, no, it wasn't Teresa. But then in her explanation, it's basically Teresa. Because Teresa asked Jen. She said, do we know anyone in Tenafly? And then Jennifer's like, I'll call someone that I know. That is Teresa. Teresa could have said, no, don't do that. Her explanation didn't absolve Teresa at all, in my opinion. I love when Teresa was always like, prove it, bitch. Prove it, bitch. prove it, bitch. That was funny. (laughs) That was heaps funny. That was in the same breadth of her saying, I already did apologise, didn't I? (laughs) Like, and then two seconds later, prove it, bitch. Oh, my God. I think the reason Jackie got demoted, essentially, Mm. is because last week in Nashville, she pretty much just said, yeah, I don't like Teresa. I'm not. Going to fight with her though, and I'm like, ooh, yeah, okay. So yeah, she says we, she's. We not- need you to at least fight with her if you're going to hate her. She says she's not going to fight with her, but you can't help it with Teresa because she's so stupid. Oh, she's so stupid. Then Jennifer mm. does come in and do her fighting for her, and she yes. says to like Jackie, like you're so insecure, you're such a follower, and it's like Ugh. I don't really know if. Jackie's a follower. No, Jackie's not a follower. She's got her own opinions and she sticks to them because she's not a flip-flopper or a follower. That's her opinion. Yeah, and I don't think she's insecure either. No, I don't think she's insecure at all. I think Jennifer's... Not in this, like, friendship group, I think Jennifer's insecure. Oh, a million percent. Yeah. And then I can't believe we had to hear Andy, of all people, say the words love bubble. I wasn't pleased, uh, but I got why he chat. did it. I mean, I get it, I guess. It yeah. was, yeah, it was a blow to all of us who hate the bubble. It's but true. But at least Andy did bring up that he asked Marge at the reunion. No, well, he asked Teresa at the u- reunion about Louis before Marge even brought up the rumours. He did. It was last season. So, like, if there's a source, it's Andy. <laughs> it's Andy. <laughs> Andrew Cohen. Oh, that's funny. That's heaps funny. I can't and believe. Like, yeah, but whatever. I can't believe. Actually, shockingly, after Andy brings up the love bubble, I had no idea that Teresa knew the word chastise. Where did that come from? Was that Louis? I think she was saying Jessica Chastain. I think she uh, got confused. I see. I see. I see. And yeah, I she did was think it was. I didn't think it was funny that Andy compared Joe Giudice to a caveman and. I didn't appreciate that he used the word Louis and Oprah in one sentence, but I got I got his sentiment. 
And then yeah, all this Louis chat yeah. at first when Teresa's trying to be like, oh, it's great. Melania and Gia walk around naked. So that's been a bit of a challenge. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's been your biggest challenge. Gross. You're with an abuser. She says she wasn't in love with Joe when she got married. That's a bit fucking rude to say about your kid's dad on international television. I didn't think of that. Yeah. And I mean, the fucking- You know what they like about their dad. Yeah. And the fucking prenup, man. She says it's no one's business. And then Jennifer pipes up saying, because Andy's like, um, you know, it's something you should look into or whatever. And Jennifer pipes up and says she may have already. So I wonder if they got a post-nup. I hope she gave Ashley Darby a call about that. I know. Well, and then she says, Louis got more than me. I don't know if he would. I think Louis says he's got more than you, but unless you've seen his bank statements, I wouldn't believe it. No, he's Tinder swindling. He's he got some sort of con going on. I know. She reckons he's got more, but I'm ass- I'm assuming at this point he's been paying for everything, like the dates, the trips and all that. Big fucking warp. Um, mm. But, yeah, he says he's got more. That doesn't mean he's got more. What did you think of Melissa not being a bridesmaid? I don't think Melissa cares. I think her first reaction is how she feels, that she doesn't care. I just think that she is beating her head on the wall where she's trying to get Teresa to see that she's a hypocrite. She's never going to admit that. Never. Teresa would rather look stupid than admit that she's a hypocrite. Yeah, because she thought it would just be the daughters, though. The daughters. And then the sister-in-law got the call up. Yeah, but he's got four sisters and all four of them are bridesmaids. There are eight bridesmaids. Mm. I think he could have pushed it to a ninth if you wanted to be nice to your brother. She didn't want to. Again, she's like... (laughs) That's the thing. (laughs) And she's saying that um, Louis calls her brother all the time, that, you know, he tries to hang out with him. Melissa chimes in and says he only calls to talk about the show. I'm not surprised. We'd need a bit more information there. We'd need Joe to admit something if we were going to say that it's because he doesn't like Louis. I don't think he cares whether he likes Louie or not. I don't think I don't think Melissa or Joe give a shit. They're happy to play along and keep the peace as long as Teresa does so as well, and she won't. So they're like, why the fuck are we making this effort? And Melissa was actually bringing up some points. Yeah. The whole Teresa being in prison, everything that she did for her family. Yeah. During that whole period, and I'm like, oh, God, she's making sense. Melissa and Joe... From what I can gather and from my memory from when the season started back up when Teresa came back from camp (laughs) is that (laughs) Melissa and Joe and their parents raised those kids that Joe Mm. Giudice was basically, you know, there of a night so that the kids weren't sleeping home alone. He, From what I can gather, because if if he had done anything, like if he was the one ferrying the kids to their activities and basically doing everything for them, Teresa would have said it. Joe was there. Joe did stuff too with my parents. Teresa's never said that, which leads me to believe that Joe did jack shit and that Melissa and Joe Gorga, along with their parents, did everything. Four kids, raising four kids is a lot of fucking work. And I get the impression that they were there almost every day at the house. And this is the thanks that they get for it. And then they get shoved onto a dodgy table at the engagement dinner as well. (laughs) They're on the friends table at the engagement party. Do not tell me you didn't do the seating chart. And if you didn't do the seating chart, 
it was done under your supervision. Is it okay if Melissa and Joe and kids are on the second table? Yeah, whatever, I don't care. How would an event company just come up with a seating chart? Do you reckon it was an event company? I got the impression that it was Louis' sisters who put it together. They don't don't get event companies if it's not in front of the camera. (laughs) She didn't have an event company. I loved how Marge was like, that's weird that you didn't have approval of the seating arrangements. And Trey just says, fuck you, you stupid bitch, (laughs) straight away. (laughs) I know. She's got nothing else. She's got nothing else to come back with. Teresa's mouth was loosing. Yeah. That didn't make any sense. But you know what I mean. Yes. (laughs) She was letting loose. She was. Because she's got no other comeback. It's like, fuck you, fuck you. And then I loved how Melissa's like, I would have had you be my bridesmaid. And then all of a sudden her mind dinged and she was like, shit, I did have you as a fucking bridesmaid. I know. And then (laughs) Teresa manages to figure out how to throw it in her face and say, Something like she was one month off birth, so she was eight months pregnant. If you were a cool sister-in-law, you would have waited till after I had the baby. I That's ca- crazy. I- Even Andy was like, what the fuck did you just say? Did you see his face? He was shooketh. Yes. I- he, he was gooped. He was gagged. He was agog. He, he was, was aghast. All of those things, just like we were. I- Cannot believe those words left her mouth. And what if, fantasy land does she live in? I don't know. I really don't. She's just, she's not that fucking bright. So she argues either like a child and or she just goes below the belt and comes up with it, the most incredulous bullshit and then doubles <laughs> down on it. Because at least... Because, you know, if they did delay the wedding and then had it when she had a newborn, that would have been the worst thing in the world That would have well. been worse. Just And she was like, Crazy. apparently Louis asked Joe to be in the bridal party and she's like, but he won't do it because of Melissa. But that's fine. I get it. It's like, really, bitch? Oh, yeah. They keep saying, oh, we don't have a relationship. We're not friends. We don't like We're each other. Close. Then, well, why would you have her as a bridesmaid, you know? And that's fine, but and that's why I'm glad Melissa's like, you know, no one believes that we're close, so stop pretending. I'm like, good. I can't wait for next season for you guys not to be close. That's what I want. Me too. I'm just, all for the dissolution of family values. Because they've got none. Break them apart. And then they've that brings us to Joe coming on his own. I thought it was like time for the husbands, but no, it was time for Joe Gorga. I think Joe needed a bit. I think he so. Needed to, I think so. You know, I think have he these did, arguments I out. think he did and well. That's Well, the thing is, I thought that at the start and then I sort of remembered, oh, wait a minute, he's – toxic masculinity type of caveman Mm. when he says that's what a man should do he should work in construction and look after his woman i was like oh yeah i forgot that i hated you but that's he's he was referring to himself because he works in construction of a man is no he's saying that i am a man in his in his eyes and in teresa's he's like i work hard and look after my family and yeah but that's his idea of manhood Mm, I think it's also Teresa's idea of manhood. That's how they were raised. Joe knows that Teresa has no respect for him. She thinks he's a little bitch boy and he (laughs) is – and it breaks his heart that his sister doesn't – in his eyes that means that she doesn't love him and she clearly doesn't and I totally get it. I honestly – I think the best thing for his mental health would be to not be on the show and never see his sister again. 
You know what? I see that. Mm. But also, even though Andy said he doesn't want to relitigate the start of the show, mm. they did use Teresa to get their own fame and get on the show and have a platform. And they did use her. Um, I, I really think they did. I and think she they would didn't, be hurt by I that. I think they didn't ask her. Oh, sorry. I think they didn't tell her because she would have said no. She would have said, I don't want you doing this. This is Teresa does not like to share the spotlight. Yeah, she's an asshole. But I do think she, since that point in time, she's like, yeah, fuck them. I think she, I think that is an excuse for her to fall back on because she doesn't like her brother. She doesn't like him. She doesn't care for him. She doesn't respect him as much as she will sit there and say that her ex-husband was an asshole to her, she still thinks that he is more quote-unquote a man than her brother. She does. Yeah, that is fucked up. She does. She's said it before. She absolutely does. Okay, I don't mean to, like, explain jokes. I agree. I do think he's a bit of a chauvinist. Is He's saying on one hand, I bear the brunt of making sure that my family have things to live and luxury things on top of that. But I also put my wife on a pedestal and love her. He's trying to say, like, you always cut me down for sticking up for my wife. You always cut me down for displays of affection and admiration towards my wife. You need to stop doing that. It's wrong and it hurts me. Do yeah, you know what I mean? I think Joe has his own problems isolated from Teresa about I, how I he agree. treats Melissa. I and we saw it last agree. season. I completely agree with all of that stuff. I just, when it comes to Joe and Teresa, I think that he is eternally hurt by her because he feels dismissed by her and yeah. put down by her. And I truly believe that she actually doesn't give a fuck. Well, he even used the I'm not mad, I'm disappointed line. Yeah. And I'm like, you're not her dad. What do you mean you're not her dad? He's her little brother and she shits on him every chance that she gets. And honestly, I think he's choking back the tears. I don't think he's angry. I think it hurts him. Well, <laughs> wow, okay. Okay, well, en- en- you- <laughs> enough about their relationship. <laughs> well, uh, let's go back to Teresa and Melissa. So I loved the moment where Teresa was asked to name examples of when she's had Melissa's back and she could not think of a single fucking thing. And then she has the nerve to ask them to remind her of one. It's like, (laughs) are you fucking kidding? My conspiracy theory is that Louis was watching from backstage and he was like, oh, shit, she's floundering. I'm going to go lean against this light switch to cause a distraction. (laughs) And that's why we had the blackout. And that's why we had the blackout. Oh, my God. Unless it was like her personal producer that did it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, probably. He was like, oh, fuck, get her out of this one. Oh, my God. And then we get the the fight with Joe being like, was he called a crook or was he called crooked? Oh, <laughs> my is God. Is there a difference? He was, he was called a crook. It reminded me of Oprah being like, were you silent or were you we silenced? silenced. <laughs> were you crook or were, or were you, you crooked? crooked? I don't know what to say. I just, I was a little shocked when Teresa brings up their first season about Melissa being friends with Carolyn and Jacqueline. I'm like, bitch, that oh, was 12 years like, ago. <laughs> that was 12 years ago. See, this is the argument. She's got nothing to argue against other than you came onto my show and you befriended my frenemies. 
This is her only issue. So for the last 12 years, they have been yeah. a great brother and a great sister-in-law. So let me go to the last time you pissed me off slash hurt my feelings. 12 years ago. I just, yeah. I mean, and I can't. I do see why they would be over it. And when Melissa was like, do you not think that my children can watch this show and and look sideways at how you've been treating us? And Teresa's like, no. Nah. She doesn't care. She- Teresa's like, you get too involved in the show, Joe. Yeah. And then she basically calls him a little bitch boy. Oh, and then Jen calls him a little bitch girl. She goes yeah. that one step further. Well, see, at first I thought that was to Melissa, but then they all took it as meaning Joe. And I'm like, okay, let's just, I don't know. I, I thought she best- meant Melissa, but then let it go and let it be Joe. But I think you're all right. I think it was Joe. Well, the best bit after that was when Joe air slapped her. Oh, Jennifer. And she's like, you just air slapped me. Oh, my God. Can't, I just, and Teresa's all being like, I love my bitch boy. It's like, fuck off. She's just digging up. It's so dumb. I know. And the, the way they defend each other, none of it makes sense. And because when Jen said that there's a spectrum of bitch boyness. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> I, I laughed, was lost I at that point. I was like, what are we talking about? I don't know. And Joe quits. He's not quitting. Oh, and, and he says, be a sister once in a while, you fucking moron. <laughs> poets. They're oh, all poets. I love Could it. We, one thing that I think needs a bit more attention uh-huh. was when Margaret said that Jen was high half the time. <gasps> oh, my God. I wrote that in my notes. I forgot all about it. She's a pothead. I, well, it sort of did get buried. It absolutely got buried. I cannot believe she's a she's a pothead. I'm and then surprised. Teresa said, well, people function better when they're high. And Andy was like, I don't, uh, I don't, think, I don't so. think so, love. What do you mean? I was like, what is going on when that gets dropped in the middle? I know. I can't believe they've never said it before. It does explain where she gets a lot of her balls from, don't you think? Like, if you're high and you're like, I don't give a fuck, I'm just going to say what I think. Well, what type of high, where do we think the high is coming from? What drugs are we talking I'm assuming it's pot. I thought that's yeah, what okay. they meant. What do you think it meant? I don't know. I thought that's what it meant. Okay, we need clarification. I like to speculate. Well, what are you speculating? Meredith's father's death. That's what I'm (laughs) speculating about. No, I don't know. It could be be a mixture of things. It could be uppers, downers, little Lisa Rinna bag of pills. I don't think that if it was illegal drugs that they would have just let it go. Jen just doesn't seem like a stoner. Well, apparently she is. And I think I think they do let illegal drugs go. I mean, look at Dorinda. Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think production care about that too much. No, I suppose not. not. I suppose not. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was a good first part. Next week we've got Jackie saying an ice luge never splooges in your face. Yeah. Okay, so that was, I that didn't was something it- to process. Did your dog just cough? Yeah, my dog's having a little vomit. Oh, he's so <laughs> cute. Uh, more of Joe's walk-off. We get more of Marge and Jen, and then Andy standing up telling them to shut up. I can't wait. I'm really brilliant. Such a good episode. It, like I said, I turned it on because I didn't watch the trailer because I didn't want to. I didn't want to know what was happening, and I started watching mm-hmm. it, going, "Oh my god, you should have watched the fucking trailer. This is so epic." Yeah, it was Ooh. a great trailer. Can't wait. Can't wait for next week. Now that we've got Jersey out of the way, like, uh-huh. do you want to talk about anything else that's been going on throughout the week? And he had a baby girl. Lucy, Lucy, apple juicy. Do you think it was Lucy for Lucille Ball? No, I think it was about the dog that Dorit gave to a kill shelter. I'm kind of surprised he didn't name her Cher. Oh, that would have been iconic. 
You know, I will say, mm. part of me was like, oh, great, he had a baby. And then I just, like, didn't care anymore. And when everyone was like, oh, my God, he had a baby, he had a baby, I was like, who cares? You just one care? person with a baby. What? You know, I think it's a big deal. You don't care. You know, I was walking home from work today mm-hmm. and I thought I saw a newborn baby, like, one day old. Like, I was waiting at the lights and across the road this guy was cradling a newborn. And I was like, right. wow, that's like a really young baby. Yeah. I was like, that's crazy. Mm. And so then when the lights went green... I walked across the road and then I realised he was holding sweet potatoes. So <laughs> you might need glasses. I don't have a maternal oh, wait, bone in my body because I thought glasses. those sweet potatoes were a kid. You wear glasses. Did you have them on? Yeah, I did. But you know when it's dusk, sometimes vision's yeah, not great. fair enough. But a newborn baby was the size of a sweet potato? I craned my neck. It was three sweet potatoes. I craned <laughs> my neck to look being like, i got to look at this baby. And then I was like, oh, Nathan, that's a sweet potato. It was three sweet potatoes. That makes it all better. Okay, fine. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> sweet potatoes. Yeah. I don't know why they brought that up. Um, and also, fine. did you watch Summer House? Obsessed. I can't. I tell you what. I was so depressed when the episode was over. And then, of course, I realized, fuck, we get a reunion. I'm happy. When I this show's over, um, um, there's going to be a void. I laughed so much when Kyle and Amanda got COVID just before their wedding. You laughed? <laughs> I cracked up. Uh, they were crying uh, into their little webcams, I know talking they about were. how they have so much to do, and I was they laughing. They were miserable. I'm surprised. Okay. I, I kept waiting for Lindsay, who is a PR person, so clearly does events all day, every day. I'm like, yeah. Lindsay didn't raise her hand to help you guys out. She was not helping them. She was not getting involved. I mean, I get it. It's your friends. You don't want to mix all that. But, like, okay, you've been planning a wedding for a thousand and something days. I know. Why is this shit not done? It's not <laughs> – it can't be that fucking hard. It's two weeks before the wedding. Have your ducks in a row. I don't understand – I mean – you and I have been involved in doing events and stuff before. We know everything that's got to go into it. So is this the issue? It's like you've got to plan flowers. Mm-hmm. Call three people, get a quote, move on. It can't get be that hard. Get a wedding hard. planner if you're that busy. Yeah. Well, they did have a wedding planner, didn't they? Get a new one. Get three. Yeah, get a wedding planner. It's not like you didn't spend enough money. You save the money. So a wedding planner doesn't necessarily cost – it's not an on-top cost. They get discounts from vendors that they pass on to you. So you may as well get one. Like that's pretty totally. – like cost covered. What's – I don't get it. So will you be watching Southern Charm? Because apparently a lot of the summer house people are filtering into Southern Charm. I've are always watched watch that? I've always watched Southern Charm. I've never missed an episode. Course, yeah. I forgot who I was talking to Exactly. Briefly. Well, did you want to mention uh, Atlanta? Did you yes, watch Atlanta? Yes, of course I watched Atlanta. I even wrote like notes. I didn't How write many, many notes? notes. One page, two and a bit pages. One pa- page? Two and a bit pages. But let's I'm sure say, we're not covering. Well, I didn't know we weren't covering it. I thought we were covering it. We're it's covering Atlanta. It. <laughs> I was a bit surprised that they gave us the taglines straight away. But they were good taglines. They were. I was hoping you'd say that. Marlo, I mean, I'm living that she's on. I always had the juice, but now I've got the peach. I was like, yes, queen. I've got the peach. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Kenya's is always air, like airheady, even though she's like the least airhead of them all. You're Mm -hmm. always living in the moment when you are the moment. I liked that. 
and then Sheree's is spring, summer, or September. I'm the one you always remember. <laughs> I loved that it. One. I loved it. I know, me too. I mean, Drew's was a bit meh. I keep you on the edges of your seat. Okay, there's a gag there somewhere about edges. We'll get to it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, Candy's was a bit meh. I ain't never skipped a beat or a bag. I'm assuming she means a bag of money, right? Well, I I think that's what she means, but it's I just think a bag of cocaine. <laughs> Did you? I thought at first a handbag. I was like, no, wait, that's not right. So I then was like, oh, okay, money, bitch. Of course, she's the rich one. So and then Sonia's was, was a bit. I was like, good for you. Sonia's was a bit dumb. I may be a rookie, but this isn't my first race. Not dumb, just to be obvious. Yeah. Bit obvious. Bit first thought. What did you do you think that Kenya and her dancing with the stars dance partner were getting it on? I mean the guy was I in her so. house with her child. Yeah, that was very intimate. That was intimate, exactly. Um, and you know, you do pick up life partners on these dancing with the stars type productions because that's where um Kim McCroy Oh, it is too. I forgot about Wasn't that. Sheree doing Dancing with the Stars and Croy was doing it and Kim was in the audience. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. I forgot yeah. all about how they met. I love connection. I'm glad Sheree's back. What did you think of Marlo's hair transplant? That was a bit nuts, um, I, right? I didn't really have any thoughts on that. I was just watching them take all that hair from the back of her head and it was freaking me out. Yeah, that I'm is like, confronting. I, I don't understand... Because I would like to get rid of my edges, but apparently, but no. But when I saw the side by side, I had no idea how important edges were. So I was really happy for that lesson. Because, you know, like, okay, you're a guy, maybe you don't care. But, like, I have, like, the bum fluff around my my hairline and then kind of not quite but could be sideburnage and I hate it. And then I'm like, wow, I had no idea how important it was. You so don't care well, about any of that, do you? What did you no. think of what did you think? I loved it because I love the scene because when they were showing her new edges, the lyrics to the music was when your edges don't grow, you can't hide it no more. I thought it was hilarious. And then there Beautiful. was that super yeah. surgery does not include edge rush or edge control. I thought it was hilarious. Okay. I missed all that. I told you, I'm not really watching this that, like, focused. Right. And I, okay, I love Marlo. I love this fashion showroom thing where she's basically oh renting out her old clothes. I love that. <laughs> but to call it Le Archive, that just. So funny. That, like, oh, it's bad. And that they all noticed it. They were all like, well, that's not correct French. No, no. You, you, <laughs> no, you drop. You drop the vowel. That's what the apostrophe's for. It was so oh. my favorite part of the episode was when Sheree referenced her dress looking like the candy your grandma gives you in church to yes. keep you quiet. I mean, it did come straight off a runway, but I agree. It did. She did look like a little strawberry shortcake and not the good kind. Yes, <laughs> she did. And I love that when Sheree was walking in, we got the hell to the no to the no no no. And then, who gone check me, boo? I loved it. Loved Sheree it. has had so many great moments, so it was good to oh. just, like, witness them all in, like, three seconds. A hundred percent. I am concerned that she's practising abstinence with Tyrone. This is not yeah, going to go – this is not going to go well. It's not. Um, are you excited for the season ahead? Yeah. Oh, I love Atlanta. Atlanta and New York are my faves. 
And I know New York has not delivered of late. And yes, I am looking forward to Beverly Hills as much as I used to look forward to New York. But Atlanta is, I mean, it's the best housewives at the moment, I think. And Girls Trip, Ultimate Girls Trip in the Berkshires. We got a trailer for that Thank you for sending me that trailer. I had no idea it was out because I've been hanging for it. It's been pissing me off that we've had to wait so long. And I cannot wait to be back in the Berkshires. Cannot It looks wait. insane. And it doesn't look all lovey-dovey like season one. Oh, no. This looks no, like no. the Berkshires. I don't know what's in the water in the Berkshires, but, yeah. I, there's no serenity in the Berkshires and I'm looking forward well, to it. Well, they cast the more desperate, like, <sighs> self-producing type of housewives. I mean, I've, I don't get what everyone loves about Phaedra Parks. She grates on me. Can't oh, after stand that stunt she her. pulled with Candy and oh, the that wasn't allegations a there. Done. Mm-hmm. She could have been sued for defamation and lost. She was. That was fucked up. That wasn't a stunt. Was. That was fucked. I just, just I don't know. Like she just when she speaks, she just grates me. I don't enjoy her at all. But I am oh, wow. excited. Yeah, I know. She, I really don't like her. I am excited. Taylor. Oh, Taylor. Uh, oh, ta- as Danny Pellegrino would say, Taylor Armstrong, enough. <laughs> I'm excited to see her. I want her to say enough. That's all I want from her. Then she can exit. Brilliant. I mean, Dorinda Medley's back. I really hope that her mum makes a cake and she makes it nice. And her sister dresses up as Santa. Yes, that's so mean. And what, doesn't her mum make the cake in a cake or something? They eat the cake and then there's, the second cake is hidden in a cake. What? There's a whole big thing with Dorinda's cake, isn't yeah. there? Yeah, and there's a whole big thing with the cake, but I don't know about there being a cake in a cake. Did I miss that? I swear there was a cake in a cake and then they don't eat the first cake. <laughs> I don't know. Really? I mean, you're saying fucking sweet potatoes on the street as babies. so I just, I'm going to Google it real quick. I mean, okay. Google it and I won't yell at you for Googling. <laughs> um, uh, well, I, uh, there's something. There's there's, something yeah, in other words, you didn't find shit. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to seeing Tamra judge for some reason. Why am I excited to see Tamra? Oh, I'm not excited to see her at all. I have I no connection am. to her. I am. She's such a shit stirrer. She's a shit stirrer. I'm looking <laughs> forward to it. I swear she cooks something in the cake. I'll look it up later. <laughs> you look it up and get back to me, but I'm telling you hell to the no, to the no, no, no. What's wrong with you lately? Should we just go into Below Deck Down Under now? Mm, let me. It's been a busy week. We're not going to talk any more about Atlanta? Fine. I mean, no. there's really nothing else to say, is there? No. no. All right, Below Deck Down Under. Squid Games. Squid Games. Squid Games. Hilarious. Hilarious. I thought this was a really strong episode as well. Okay. This was a strong episode because the charter guests were fucking hot. Well, at least the primary was gorgeous. I loved them. I loved them. He was delicious. I don't know how cute the rest of them were. It could have been the cheerleader effect, but the primary was really pretty. He was. I know. I think. I think they were all quite attractive. The one that she said looks like Ryan Reynolds. I didn't quite see it. Oh, I saw it. Did you? Yeah, yeah. The the, the tall, skinny, blonde one. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looked like Ryan Reynolds for sure. I saw it. I fully saw it. I just loved how horny Bratini was the whole episode. I know. I really ho- hope that her and Culver get together just so she can relieve her tension. 
God, I love Culver. You I would really love for them do. to hook up. Yeah, me too. They're sweet. They're both sweet. I, I, I hope so too. I wonder if they did go on their little like van trip around Australia. Mm, I don't know. I think he's a bit chicken shit. You reckon? Yeah, I think he'd have to be like invited a few times over before he actually went. Commits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's yeah. a take the first move kind of guy. I think that's why he has his alter ego to do that shit for him. Oh my god, I love him and his alter egos. <laughs> the plumber. He, what do you mean alter egos? He's got one, which is that fucking I don't keep remembering forgetting the name, but he's basically the plumber. Yeah, with the Kyle Cook mullet. Yes, exactly, exactly. But no, I he's funny. I, I enjoy the fact that he makes an effort and he's happy to. Keith Stone. Keith Stone. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, so good Lord. at the start of the episode, um, they're still on break and Magda's just bitching about Aisha and this oh, fucking Magda, get rid of her. Get rid of her. I would have fired her weeks ago. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. she's like, oh, I, I work for the guests, not for you. And it's like, no, she's your chief stew. She's. She got that from the fucking shit chef. You know that. That's where she got that his sentiment. His attitude. His fuck. Like, is he on something? Where does he get his smart mouth from? Oh, Seriously. The way he speaks to the captain. Oh, he's got to go. Got to go. He's got to go. He's got to go. <laughs> what did you think when they went out and they were in the bar at Early Beach and those bogans <laughs> were, were saying, get your tits out, get your tits out. I would have just and turned around like, and said, you get your fucking tits out, you fat cunt. <laughs> exactly. That's what I would have said and left it at that. That's how you deal with the shit like that if you want to say something back. He just wanted an excuse to pop off and have a fight with someone. <laughs> that chef, he's a mess. And then the bogan girl calls him a loser and I laugh. <laughs> I know, me too, I did too. <laughs> I hate to be on the side of the Bogans catcalling, but here I, I am. I know. I know. He's just some extra mate. He's fucked up. Why are we still they, laughing? Those, those Aussies were just riling him up. I know. They were. And he was just taking the bait. They were only saying it because the cameras were there. And they're like, get the fucking cameras out of our pub. Yeah, and well, and like Brittini was getting a tits out in the van earlier. I know but, she you know, was. Nice little flash of nipple from Brittini. <laughs> that was a bit more than a nip flash. That was a full fucking frontal, <laughs> mate. Her and fucking Asia, literally fun. just fucking shaking their tatas in front of each other. It was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, okay, what spurred this on? Oh, that's right, Brittini's fucking toey. Got it. She's so toey. <laughs> she is. Like, just go, like you know. Have a bat in the freaking bunk. Like, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Go have a bat in the bunk like a normal person. While your roommate's she probably wants in, to, but Magda's on the phone. While all the your time. roommate's in the shower like a normal person. Oh my god, this fucking Magda. Honestly, Aisha is your boss, not your mum. Recognize. How funny was <sighs> it when the captain was talking to that I don't know, that engineer guy or whatever and he's like magda is using up to five gigabytes a day a day compared to when everyone else is using it barely at all 10 times more than any other crew member and by the way his name was xavier i have no idea what his job was they didn't write it down for us on screen i wish they had but yeah like when you have to inform your captain how much data that someone is using is a lot of fucking data Five gigs a day. Bitch spends three hours from 1.40 a.m. to 3.40 a.m. No, that's two hours. No, 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 excuse me. 
It's two hours. Why did I think it was three hours? Well, it was a daylight saving, so the clock's going back. So <laughs> I can't count. Hours. I literally wrote three hours in my notes. This is because I took notes at the five o'clock in the morning, Sozzle. Two hours I thought on that the sweet f- potato was a baby. We're, we're on <laughs> the same page here. Fuck, I can't pay you out for that anymore now. What the fuck? And then what amazes me the most is I think in this relationship she's the brain because – he turns around to her and says that she will for sure be a millionaire by the time she's 30. Father God that. in heaven, like, tell me where he got that idea from because she mentioned what one of her tips were. Yeah, no, maybe the currency conversion's not really sticking in for Magda. What is going on with, like, <laughs> just maybe they, they are made for each other. She's delusional. And he thinks that she's going to be a millionaire by the time she's 30. Okay. Okay. Just, I don't know. I just loved how the cap, Captain Cutie, he was like, you know, it's a work day. You got to go work in the morning, sweetie. Like, go to fucking bed. And she was just like, la, 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 just still chatting. And then as soon as she gets up, oh, I need a nap. I'm working on 50%. And this then, fucking bitch. And then bitch takes herself for a nap at the three. A five hour nap. <laughs> At 3.45, she goes for a lie down and then at 5 o'clock, Aisha's on comms trying to call her and let her know, hey, if you finish, wrap up. She has to search the whole fucking boat and finds her in bed. But she doesn't, at 8 a.m., 8 p.m. But she doesn't realise that bitch has been in bed for an hour and 15 minutes. She thinks no, she's, she's been in bed for five hours. No, it wasn't. <laughs> she went down at 3.10. She got up at 8 p.m. No, Okay, she went down at 3.45 and at 5 p.m. Aisha goes looking for her. No, but then it's, she doesn't find her immediately, I don't think. I no, think no. it takes her a few hours. She's she on comms. Finds, I think she has a five-hour nap. Well, she's – okay, she's, she was in bed for an hour and 15 minutes and Aisha finds her, but she basically says, like, you know, why are you doing this? They have a little argument. And she's like, I'll get up early and do it. It's fine. And she does go back to bed. But it was only an hour think, and 15 minutes between. I don't know. We need a royal commission into the timeline of Magda's <laughs> now. royal commission. All right. Go, royal commission, someone roll the tape. She does stay in bed, but it was only an hour and 15 minutes. I rewound and wrote I the times five down. Hours. <laughs> five hours. But she does get up early. She does get up early at 6 to- well, 12 to but she finish was telling cleaning. Aisha, oh, the bathrooms are done, but not finished, but they're done. She cleaned it's the like, toilet. That's The bathroom's what? not done when you wash the loo, mate. <laughs> what a piece of work. Fucking idiot. And then she's arguing with her, going, this is the first time. It's like, why are you arguing? I'm only fucked. Her argument is, I don't normally fuck up. I just fucked up. It's like, bitch, you just wore the fucking helmet. Trust you fuck up. You just oh, yeah. wore the glitter helmet. Ugh. She kills me, oh, that bitch. Kills me. What about how she fucks up washing that cashmere sweater? Oh, my God. That was not asked to be washed. Like, if you're going to wash something is and that you've never washed, you always read the label. Check the tag, bitch. Regardless of the fact that you're too stupid to realise it's fucking wool, I just, I can't with this bitch. Your job is to do laundry and you don't know that you don't put cashmere in a washing machine. And you don't put out a dish without some tongs. How many times have we told you? And how many episodes have we had where she doesn't break the glassware? I don't think we've had any where she doesn't break the glassware. 
She's an idiot. If she's not clogging a toilet, she's smashing a glass. Oh, my God. And she's always on the f- – I, I cannot believe that Aisha hasn't said, you don't get your phone while you're on charter. You can put, put it in your cabin and the only time you can be on your phone is when you're on a break. No phones. Yeah. And I would yeah. literally go up to her after er- at the beginning of every shift and go, is your phone in your cabin? And make sure it's in there. And say, when you stop acting like a kid, I'll start treating you like an adult. Oh, I can't. Mm. Mm. I just want to go in there and discipline this woman. (laughs) And if it weren't for, like, her being so shit and the chef being so shit, like, if it was just one of them being shit, it would be, like, worse. Yeah. They balance each other out quite nicely. They do. They do. So this fucking chef, let's Um, talk about him for a bit. Let's talk about shit chef. What a shit chef. He is beyond a shit chef. Beyond. Beyond. And, like, he, he, what, what was this dinner that he just thought, you know, we'll just do a family style, just plop it on the table and let the sh- guests serve themselves? And like, then no. arcs up about it and then tries to bitch about Aisha to Captain about, oh, because Captain was saying about, like, the um, – Basically, he served meze, and he's like, oh, I didn't understand. He's like, well, if it was on the table all at once, it would have made sense. I'm surprised Captain didn't turn around at that minute and say, well, no, sir. Well, not sir. No, dickhead. It's silver service. It's in the rule book. This is what how Asia was trained. You never let the guests serve themselves, ever. What I loved was how the guests with the Captain in front of them were like, that's fucking salty pass. <laughs> They're like, oh. we're going to this salty Pasta. Did you see how much salt he put in that pasta? Even I, at, when I to the chef, he's just salting something. Well, I saw him put the salt in. I was like, dude, you don't do that for fresh pasta. Store bought, sure, but f- and it was too much for store bought either. But that was like two handfuls of salt. That was crazy town. <laughs> I love when Captain Cutie said Ryan needs less attitude and less salt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's too funny. What oh, my God. the squid gate of it all? How oh, the squid gate. The, so they catch a squid. They catch a squid. And they're like, well, obviously squid. we want to eat the squid. He should have made it for breakfast. He should have made it for the breakfast. He left it in that bucket for 24 hours. You can't leave squid. You can't leave fish in a bucket for 24 hours. It's not. Was it refrigerated? Was that a cool room? Yes. That's fine, I guess. Well, okay, Culver okay. tried to like... Give it to him. Although that was that the was fish. That was the fish. He, he refused. He said, don't give me fish that's not gutted and scaled. Uh, oh, my God. What like, the you're the chef. F- that's your fucking job. Does he only uh, want fish from a packet that's frozen? He only wants the fish fillet? He's the uh, worst. Uh, uh, like we've seen before, if the guests catch something, they want to eat it. And they said like five times, like, we want to eat this. So you fucking do it. And then this argument with the captain. When he, what a piece of shit. Okay, so Captain says, first of all, about the pasta. He says, the pasta was just pasta and pesto. I would have wanted to see some wow factor. And that's when he says, I guess that's why I'm feeding the guests and not the captain all the time. So there's my answer. Sorry. Anyway, I've got shit to do. Good talk. Yeah, it's bullshit. The thing is, he knows that unlike anyone else, that's working on the boat, the captain can't just say, pack your shit, get off my boat, because they need a chef. And COVID with the quarantining and everything. I was so upset when that other chef was like, sorry, I'm busy. I'm too busy. I've already got something else going on. Oh, I, was... I almost cried. I, almost I know. Cried. 
If it were Captain Lee, Captain Lee would have made that cunt walk the plank. Yeah, but not if you don't have another chef. All right, well, if it was Captain Sandy, she would have kicked that dickhead off the boat and then got a stew to come and cook. Well, yes, she would have. She's done she it before. She would have. I just, I can't even. When Captain says, when he comes up to ask about the squid, I mean, first of all, after Magda breaks a glass, I have to say that shit chef thinks his food and flavours are amazing. I'm like, uh, on what planet, dickhead? Mm-hmm. And then he says... What does he say? Oh, shit. That's right. Captain says, I copped your bullshit downstairs. I won't cop it again. Why does shit chef say, I caught your bullshit? And then he says something about the guests being the happiest he's ever had. They just complained about your pasta, you dickhead. To the to the captain. To like, he's not making captain. this up. Oh, my God. And I think all the guests have sort of been a bit underwhelmed. There is, not one, there is not one charter where the guests didn't complain about the food. Seriously, just get some wow factor, dude. I know. Speaking of wow factor, we have to talk about our entertainment coordinator. Keith Stone. And his little strip dance for the guests. He is my favourite. I mean, I don't know about the blow-up dolls, but I get it. (laughs) Oh, you know, it's a Bucks party. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. I loved when Keith was like, where is my buck? Where is the buck? Yeah, well, because he, (laughs) what do they normally call it? They call it a bachelor's? Bachelor. So he would have meant the bachelor. He was sweet. I mean, the fact that he did that, I thought that was like the guests didn't ask for entertainment. He just went, no, this is we, this is what we've got to do. We've got to entertain our guests. I appreciate the And Brittany, she was a puddle. Oh, she was. She was. I mean, she got called out a few times for hanging out slash flirting with the guests. I noticed. Oh, letter. The bad person wasn't I don't understand. Like, you're on, a, you're on a show, you're on a boat. Like, yeah. You're getting tipped a lot of money, but also, like, just flirt a little. Come on. Yeah, she just wasn't doing her job. She was spending her time flirting. But, I mean, I understand. Are any of them doing their job? None no. of them are. I mean, even, Not like, even Benny's finishing all his job. Even right at the beginning of the episode, the first thing we were seeing was the crew on deck doing shit, and Jamie was, like, telling his crew to haul the anchor. And on – I don't know if it was on comms or to them. I think it was on comms because I, I wrote it – yeah, it was. He said, very quickly – and safely, and I'm like, your captain can hear you saying that with your fucking passive-aggressive. Give it a rest. <laughs> oh. yeah. He wasn't as annoying this week because Magda and the chef were so annoying. Magda's got to go. She- I don't know if Magda's got to go. She does do her job most of the time. She just needs to not have her phone on her and she has to go to bed. I mean, I suppose she can, but not if she doesn't do her work. I just she can't she be told. She needs an attitude check. She does because she's at, she even makes some comment like you know my parents never spoke to me like this. It's like well that's because they're not your parents on this boat. Have you never had a boss before? Maybe that's her issue. Maybe she's never actually been in a traditional. Well, work- she said she's done modelling, right? That's not a traditional so workplace scenario. Yeah. Did uh, you have any other thoughts about? We got a TBC, which I thought was interesting for Below Deck. <laughs> It is. So hopefully that leads to the captain just being like, you know what, fuck off, I'll cook. I really hope we get a chef soon. I mean, there's restaurants all around you. They can't get paid that much. Poach one of them. Poach one. I don't know. Haven't we got a a shortage of skills or something? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Poach someone. Yeah, I I agree. I skill shortage. I just got that. That's hilarious. Someone definitely needs to be poached. Absolutely. We we need a new chef. Come on, get Mr. Beef Cheeks. I want to laugh at someone else's misfortune. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> well, he did refer to the other chef as a her, I yes. think. So it wasn't Mr. Beef Cheeks. No, it wasn't. So I'm holding out hope that Mr. Beef, Beef Cheeks will arrive. Oh my God. On deck. And hopefully the um the next charter will be vegetarians. <laughs> I hope so. And love salt. <laughs> yes, exactly. No. Or none. Oh God, too funny. All right, my darling, I think that's all we've got for today. You got anything else? Unless you want to talk about Atlanta for a bit more. <laughs> no, but I do want to say that and we should have already had more news on it now. Erica with the earring situation, she's I think the, she's asked for a new evaluation to be done on the earrings, so she might actually give them up. We'll stay tuned. I'm sure. Stay tuned. I'm sure after this recording, I'll jump onto like Daily Mail and see that she's handed them over and, and missed all that. But you know, we we can't have everything. All right. Well, um, till next week. <laughs> so, yeah, we're still on. Yeah. <laughs> <All right>. Bye. <laughs>